0: Um, excuse me, sir, can you turn off your cell phone? Uh, this is a movie theater. We're trying to watch a movie here, sir.
1: Thank you. Uh, I, I would, but, like, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back. Uh, my, my wife is pregnant, and she's in, she's about to give birth. Uh, And I I just want to make sure that she's okay. Is that okay with you, sir? Oh, no, yeah,
0: that, that's great. I just, um, I don't understand your reasoning for coming to a movie theater. Uh, we are about to... Um, show, uh, uh, Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Uh, the
1: pandemic is over. We're about to show this was. I thought this was Big Fish because I wanted to see the one scene where he's born and they like try to catch the baby, and I wanted to like prepare to like know how to like. Catch a baby if it slides across oh, the floor. You remember that one scene? Oh yeah,
0: that was a funny move uh, scene. Oh yeah, no, no, they are showing that. Uh Do you know where it is? Um, I'll t- I'll tell you the direction. It's uh, it's down the street and to the right and up your own butthole, sir. You. Wow. There is no theater that's showing this at this time. What is this? 2000. I don't know when it was and out.
1: Quiet down in front. Hey, why are you, why are shut you, sir. So
0: shut your mouth, sir. I'm trying. This usher's
1: really mean to this guy whose wife is about to give birth? Okay, what's going on? I don't know
0: if you know that this is Texas, sir, but I am, I do have a gun, so. <laughs> I do know it.
1: <laughs> you don't think I know what state I'm in?
0: I just I don't kind of uh, I don't idiot? understand. Hey, quiet over there. Okay, hey, you, who
1: over there? Hey, hey you! you. No, trying to kick this guy out. Hey, you over
0: there? Did you not know that it's also I can have two guns? So, I mean. I,
1: Are
0: they undecided? They are undecided. Hey, everybody. It's two thumbs undecided. That was a joke. We're not in a theater about to watch um, Suicide Squad. We're on a podcast. I thought it was Big Fish. (laughs) Well, this guy thought it was Big Fish. Okay. I don't know why. (laughs) Why... (laughs) I have not ever heard of a revitalization of Big Fish (laughs) in theaters. But, hey, it was a good movie. (laughs)
1: What, 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 why would that be wrong? I no, like I, I mean, fun... no,
0: that's a fun movie. I just, I, um, this guy who is waiting for his wife to get, you know, why is he at move? I mean, that actually makes sense. But uh, this, guy is, is, I mean, this
1: guy is. I don't know. I mean, this
0: guy's wacky. This guy, you the play. guy, obviously.
1: I mean, the guy the I guy obviously has issues. The
0: guy I played made sense. He's in Texas. He has two guns. <laughs> I mean, people could say it's a little triggering. Uh for an usher or somebody to have guns in a theater, so I apologize for that, but you know, Texas is a wacky place. It's a it's
1: a carry state or uh concealed th- whatever the term is.
0: Yeah, but this this usher that I Thanks was Thanks
1: Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Hey.
0: Do you think Ted Cruz knows he stinks? Like I, <laughs> I always wonder about you know, people who I mean this isn't stinks this so isn't much. A
1: politics Politics show, but <laughs> right, I- um we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. We don't know. Well, I feel like I know a bit more about politics than some of the stuff we'll talk about. Zach wants to talk about a little later. Um, but uh, I feel like I. I mean, I'm trying to really like think about it. Like, how can someone get to a point where they're so? I mean, I just like it- it's just. I feel like he is so bought by so many lobbyists that to him it's just he thinks that like oh i'm getting all this attention and money and therefore i am like in the right because like there's so many people who are trying to like to 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 buy me off to do this thing i feel like he is so swayed by money i mean he he's gets like a bunch of money from lobbyists um and it's kind of fucked up that like that's kind of the system that politicians can quite literally just be bought off.
0: Oh yeah. Um, See, I only understand things through video and movies and TV show, and I've been rewatching Veep, and now rewatching it. Now understanding politics a lot more. I get it because that like so here's the thing that was funny... the
1: funny huh, we are two yes white men
0: who have thumbs who two th- have we thumbs. have we have t- we have we,
1: and yeah. we in this episode, this by the way, this is two thumbs undecided. We are a media show, and which I'm we Z- do know a bit about. And I'm Zach Ferguson. That's Zach Ferguson. We are, we are. It just so happens we're brothers. That doesn't define us. That doesn't define who we are. It's not our fault. Just so happen. It's, it's not, our, not fault. our fault. We didn't mean for it to happen. We didn't mean it just for so us happened to... to come from the same mama and papa. I like to call him Papa. Um, I call him Big Daddy.
0: <laughs> never mind. I'm sorry. You do call Dad, him that. Though. I d- no, I would never call him. You do call him Big Papa You know, or Dad. Big Daddy. You, I, I know our father. Our father listens to this, uh, but I I did ask him once if I can call him ol- my old man, and he bluntly <laughs> said no. I think I don't know if I like. You know, circumstances may change, but I don't know. I feel like I would be okay with my son calling me "me old man."
1: Well, he's definitely listening to this, and he um he messaged. He's been messaging me a lot about Chinatown.
0: Oh, same here. <laughs> 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 and I actually, I
1: loves that movie. I mean, and yeah, I'm no, he, like he dead. W- what? No, I'm just like he. No, imagine he, I'm dead. Asked, well, yeah, he's he's. He's asked me that um, like four times. Like, have you seen the movie Chinatown? Four times? He's asked me several times. Okay, well,
0: he's only asked me once, and I, I
1: do want to oh, resee sh- it. I'm I d- sorry. I didn't know that he thought that way about you. I, I mean, Maybe it's because you call him Big Papa or whatever.
0: I think it's because I respect him. He knows not to bombard me with Chinatown <laughs> tweet uh, text. He's like, ah, I respect this man's time. And I know he's busy.
1: Uh, this other fool,
0: <laughs> he's not doing nothing. You know? Oh, a... So you
1: directly tell him to no, talk tw- to me?
0: No, no, no. I'm I'm saying I'm rationalizing our dear father's uh, reasoning behind texting you four times about Chinatown.
1: By the way, did you... So, Zach and I, the first movie that we ever made together was this movie called Zach Deus. And, um... <laughs> We made it when I was in sixth grade, and Zach was in like eighth grade i think. I, I thought so I was like in seventh grade, okay, seventh that makes more sense seventh grade I was in fifth grade, and it was a shot for shot remake <laughs> of Amadeus um, it was a,
0: it was a it was a very silly the, attempt
1: the, to trying to do a shot for shot The weird thing is we try to uh or not we this was mostly Zach. I I will give Zach the credit since it is Zach Adayus. This is mostly Zach, and he tried to recreate the music numbers because the the movie the Amadeus is a lot of music numbers that are produced really beautifully with Mozart music, and back then all we had was a tape that we couldn't edit. Like we didn't have any editing software. Or yeah, anything like we, that. Had it, so we had a shot edit,
0: it. We had edit. We had to edit in camera. So anything
1: that ever like happened, we so had to do it in camera. A lot of it was recording. We were recording on a hi eight tape, a computer screen, like a YouTube video of <laughs> random things. And I think the best music was "Don't Stop." A, a poop. <laughs> yeah, no, that's
0: that's the one that I'll definitely if I ever like snag from earlier work that's the that's the only scene of that Actually, movie Actually
1: I'm going to I'm going to cut that out and I'm going to put that audio here so people can listen to this All right
0: <clears throat> I think this is how it goes oh, A pope. because the rest of the movie is just us fighting each other (laughs) and me there's some good moments there's some oh no there's there's some good moments there's definitely some cute yeah fun moments like especially at the very end where i decide amadeus's head blows up
1: yeah and you put in the scene from scanners anyways so let's talk about other things so last week there's a lot of news that happened this week and i think zach and i are both very hyped up for different reasons yeah and yeah one thing that is in relationship with last week our last week's episode um was uh which if you haven't listened to it uh go check it out it's about mccarthyism but literally the next day after we recorded i think the saturday or sunday um famous screenwriter walter bernstein Uh, died Uh, and he was 101 so he was very old uh, died of natural causes Um, but he was a another like famous blacklisted um, screenwriter and this is something I didn't even really know about um, when I was researching for that episode is they used to do this thing called um, now I'm forgetting oh it's called a front like they would buy fronts in which they would pay people to um to use their name like they would write a script and they would give and they would pay people like hey can you put your name on this cuz i'm blacklisted but like can you put your name on this and um and that's how a lot of screenwriters at least i mean actors and like people who are you know you would see their face couldn't do this but like screenwriters would do this all the time and um I think he did that for an episode of um, Get Smart. Like he he was a writer for Get Smart as a he did a a fronts for that, Um, and it wasn't until um, the failsafe, the the Sydney Lament movie, Um, and he was like one of the first people that was just like, we gotta, we're just gonna have your name as is. Um, You don't have to have a front. But he died yesterday lived a long life um and i unfortunately he was blacklisted but uh i just thought it was very relevant um to what was going on but yeah that's
0: very sad do you want
1: to do you want to go back and forth do you have news i i mean there's there's a lot of news that's um going on
0: the right good now. thing is is the news that i have is uh very prevalent to right now and also i feel like it can bleed into our topic um, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna go right into it right now. Which... Well, no,
1: hold up. I have. Ah. Well, I don't want to get into the topic yet. No, I no, have... no, no, no. It's here. it's
0: bleeding into it. Okay. Um, okay. but as everybody maybe knows, okay. So to timestamp this, this is January thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one. A bunch of redditors got a bunch of people to shorts the market. I I still don't understand, but uh, to bleed into our topic because we're just about to get into it. Um, No,
1: there's something else I want to talk about. All
0: right, fine. I'll just tell you what happened to me is another company that they tried to inflate, like the second biggest one, was AMC uh, Theaters, which um, has gone up. And guess what? AMC is now saved. I, I don't think it's due
1: to yeah. this,
0: but they—they they secu- I think we yeah, talked well, about let's this talk on about another. talk about
1: that a little. We can talk about that a little later because that is getting into the actual topic. Okay, um, but, but uh, there is
0: that was the big news something
1: that I had with film that is happening right now that is pretty. Oh, su- pretty uh, big. Sundance! Sundance, yes, that's what I was trying. Why to Why didn't to, we? Cause... By the
0: way, why didn't we apply to Sundance, or did we? Um, did no, we?
1: No, I, I guess part of it was. Because it was actually you could buy a ticket um, if you're under. Well, I could have bought a ticket because you're too old. Because it was twenty five and under. Um, uh, what? How dare they? You get, a, you get a discount for. Um,
0: that doesn't even make any you,
1: sense. You get a. It was. It would be a hundred and fifty dollars, and my friend did this, and it's like you, the whole entire thing. You pay hundred fifty and you get to see everything. Um. I didn't really do it this year or I wasn't really pushing for it this year is cuz to be to be honest I don't really want this show to be a for two reasons one I am tired of looking at screens <laughs> and I I'm I'm tired of looking at my computer screen and
0: But that's our job. We're supposed to go to these things. You fool. I but I want to...
1: But the other thing too is I mean i am not I don't not necessarily much think of, a... of us. What? I mean also if you wanted to do it, you could I know, have done the I know, I could've... know, I know. I for this is why I wasn't doing this, is because there's that is like I don't necessarily I'm not that excited about watching a bunch of movies on my laptop. Two uh I'm not I'm kind of still on the fence about us being a movie review show. Like I don't I feel like if we turn into like just talking about, and we could still do it like whenever like next year. I mean, my like that, my but,
0: like... my dream is honestly, I I'd rather this be a variety show than yeah a review yeah. show, but unfortunately, what gets more viewers and what gains
1: you know people to come to you is is if we become a review show. Right, but and you could have done something with Sundance if you wanted to. <laughs> but uh, i know i know i just but that's I, that is the reason why i didn't purposefully look it out because i i am um, i'm also a busy man I,
0: as am i um, I'm, a, I'm a very busy man as well <laughs>
1: but i will say if you do want and this is a little plug for friend of the show and uh sam bomb who has come on um in various forms um he did do this and he was the one that paid the 150 and he is really great with um, having very interesting takes on things. And if you want to check out his letterbox, I'm sure uh, you just check out our it. Twitter thing, and um, I called him, I tweeted about him, or the show did, uh, and check that out. You know, Support some indie critics, instead of going to your typical indie wire and um, stuff like that. Although IndieWire actually just came out with an interesting article about all the cameras used for Sundance, which I thought was cool. But something else I wanted to talk about before we get into the topic. Here we go. We <clears throat> and this kind of talks about critics, and I've been trying to do this for the past few episodes, but because when we were when we were talking about Luis uh, Banyol, Ben, what's his last name again? <laughs> uh, Buñuel well um there is a critic that is uh was like the only critic that was like did not like any of his movies and was like very anti this dude and of course it is uh his name is bosley Cruthers. Cruthers. of course you know, that... This it, guy is by... Yeah. yeah he he has... Lee Crothers, who worked for the New York Times. He has that he name is,
0: that he seems like a villain. Hello, Mr. You Crothers. You look back on him.
1: You look back on his takes on movies, and he is by far, like... Because, like, he was prevalent. He got fired from the New York Times in the 60s because he could just not keep up with the times. And he was just so stuck. Like, anything that had any violence... So, this is a, a part from... um the Mark Harris book, Pictures at a Revolution, in which they talk about him. Disple- this is page 338, Zach, because we both have this book. Yeah. Um, Crothers' displeasure with the film came as, this is about uh, Ma- Body and Clyde. Um, Crothers' displeasures with the film came as less as a surprise than the ferocity and persistence of his t- attacks on it. After 27 years on the job, he was a staid traditionalist with a harumphing aversion to anything he found sensationalistic and a particular distaste for violence that that went unpunished on screen. As far back as The Killers in 1946 and White Heat in 1949, he chided Hollywood for its eagerness to make movies uh, about criminals and worried about the industry's emphasis, emphasis on malevolence. And sadistic thrills would generate unhealthy situations, <laughs> or stimulations in moviegoers, who he viewed as an impressionable and easily corrupted <laughs> stratum of consumer society. So <laughs> that was a pretty harsh takedown
0: of this, this Bosley guy.
1: Yeah, and I wonder what happened take on—well, no, on his take on Bonnie and Clyde, because he was like so strict about hating the movie, and the New York Times was just like you're wrong. Like, you have to say something else about it. And, um, he said, no, I'm gonna stick to my guns. And he was like, alright, well then you're fired. (laughs) And they didn't, like, fire him. They were just like, alright, we're just gonna reassign you to something else, which was basically being fired. Um, so anyways, critics can be wrong. That's the thing about critics. And one of these days, we'll do an episode about it. Uh, Um, That actually
0: would not... (laughs) That I would love that. Maybe get uh, Sam Baum on here. Since he's we a... get
1: Sam Baum, we could get um I mean, in an ideal world, we would get a critic um and talk about it. Uh or someone who's like an indie critic, you know, not like someone who works for the New York Times. We wouldn't get A.O. Scott or something like that, or um one of the people at IndieWire. But we would get hey, like a That indie would be critic.
0: really cool if we could get A.O. Scott that yeah, well, we did meet um, the IndieWire guy, David
1: Yorker. Yerker. Yeah, that's definitely his name. Um, <laughs> I was IndieWire, David. Oh, Ehrlich, Ehrlich. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's it. Um, there's also a few brands that i wanted to
0: (laughs) wait oh don't don't this is an advertising show don't be just like it's not "Ah, a brand it's It's not a brand
1: there's this isn't a brand this isn't a brand this is just anyone who's interested in film equipment um or film things if you're like into filmmaking there's a great website called shot deck um which gives you uh like really high like you can just type in like shots It's great for making a pitch deck, and it's completely free. You just type in, like, um, I want a thing that's, like, red. I want shots with red, and it gives you, like, all of these photos that are all, like, high-res, red photos that are really... It's great for making pitch decks, is what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, I started using it, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I didn't have this before.
0: I don't know what a pitch deck is, and I also feel ashamed that when I come to New York... Um, I am gonna be like, yeah, I'm a videographer like you guys, and then you don't know what a pitch deck is. I do not know do you what. you know a... what a pitch is? I don't know what a piss deck is. <sighs> My dill, pitch, pitch. Do you know what a pitch is? Well, I know a pitch. Yeah, that's where you go into a boardroom and go, okay, there's, okay. There's so, a pitch shark.
1: deck is a basically a visual guide for pitching something. Like you're just like. Here is the deck, and it's it's a way for like you give it to whoever you're trying to get money from as like a way of being like this is what the idea is um and so it's very visual, so there's a lot of stills and stuff anyways, so let's get into the topic for today, which is theaters movie, movie theaters, theaters. <clears throat> and um, so
0: can I talk about something that happened to me with movie theaters, or do you wanna preface? You know, what? You, no, preface... you, go, you, you No, you no, you preface it. You you get us started because I know you have uh I mean, I have some article, a bunch
1: <laughs> some art or something. I mean, I could just get into the history so you you talk about you you go first. Okay. So,
0: um I for listeners of this program, I have always been kind of a staunch supporter of the theater business going under like when i heard that amc was dying i remember i told you like i i don't actually care i actually i I didn't i didn't say like i hope it fails i will do everything in my power to fail but i will not help it um because um i have had a lot of bad experiences in theater well not bad experiences i just i become like daredevil in theaters where i can hear and see everything in any move that happens in a theater, it just takes me straight out of the movie. Uh, and that's the point of a movie theater is, that's, you know, to be engrossed in the movie theater experience. Zach, so, but... Zach and I... Yes. Well, so, funny enough, I am part of the reason why AMC is alive. Um, during this financial well, let's, revolution... Let's put a pin in that. Uh, shoot, that's... I'm so excited to say talk about this. But, I... <laughs> So, okay, fine. To preface That's for later on, I'm... I helped save it while Sam, who is
1: a theater guy, did nothing, it sounds like. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is where we differ, and we've talked about this many a times. Is there is a big difference between movie chains and indie theaters? Oh, I mean, okay. If you go into an indie theater, I will you will have a much better time watching.
0: Very a movie. very much so, but um to me, the, you know, the the indie theaters that I see, and I'm not in New York, baby, uh, but the, the indies, I, so. I mean, Row House Theater is probably the most indie and most tailored to We're, cinephiles. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. like, the manor is kind of indie, but you, that has very much bled into normal folk who talk. Actually, mm-hmm. one of the, one of
1: the. Bad, it's ex- not bad. The man is, is not good with talking. It is very. No. One of the this s- is in Pittsburgh, by the way.
0: Yeah, this is our, my Pittsburgh theaters. But one of the silliest moments I ever had, and I, I've told this story before, but I think it's so silly and just shows you a horrible viewer. Uh, but I was watching, um, uh, Di- uh, not Dice. Uh, oh, it was called Vice. It was, it was Vice, the yeah. uh, movie on Dick Cheney. And it's that scene where it ends and it's like Dick Cheney, like it's a happy ending. It's like in the middle of the Mm -hmm. movie and it's a happy fake ending. It's like, ah, Dick Cheney went on to be a charitable man, the end. And then the credits start rolling. And this old stinking like 80 year old woman with her daughter, who is like 60 years old, this 80 year old woman goes, well, that was a stupid ending. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, for the love of, it's not over, lady.
1: <laughs> I-, I will say the Manor is by far the worst place to with talkers because the thing is with the Manor is they have very old clientele who have been going to the Manor because the Manor is the oldest theater in Pittsburgh and very old clientele and they feel very entitled that this is their theater. And so they kind of treat it like it's well. You home. were you worked at the Manor, so I used to work at the Manor. No, and all and all... that's exactly how it was. There was I worked at two theaters, two very important theaters. I'd say the Manor, which is uh, the oldest theater in Pittsburgh, and the Chinese Theater in Hollywood, which is very famous. Some people call it Grommet's Chinese Theater. It is not Grommet's anymore. It was bought by another company.
0: I've never heard it be called Grommet's uh,
1: Chinese Theater. (sighs) Hmm? Do you want me to? (laughs) Okay. It is not Grommet's. Jeez, Grommet.
0: (laughs) Winsadel. I wish it was named after. Grommet's. (laughs) Gromit. And there's just the face of Gromit. But the the worst part (laughs) is, is there is no Wallace. It's just, you see a lot of photos of Gromit.
1: And you're like, hey. Hey, a lot of people would like that. No, it is Gromin. Gromin. Ah, Gromin. Founded. He He was the one that made the Chinese theater in like the 20s.
0: What'd he do? Just go, hey, there's the Chinese theater. (laughs)
1: yeah I, he discovered I, I it I found it He's like what's that over there? yeah, hey. he, little do you know the Chinese theater was actually a one of the the seven wonders of the world yeah, it's like a like it, it was just there, yeah, it was like it was America made by, I guess Native Americans,
0: but because you know that's another privilege of the white man that I guess if you see it
1: first it's it, you you've discovered it so there's a duo podcast called Privilege of the White Man. Uh... <laughs> And it's just like, this week on Privilege of the White Man. Do you
0: think, do you think, um...
1: And it's just you shitting on White man. White, yeah. Do you, um... All right, Sam, so Back wait, to the topic. Do you, what? Do you,
0: do you think uh, Radio Free Brooklyn would uh, accept a radio show called The Privilege of the White
1: Man? <laughs> yes. Radio Free Brooklyn, I mean, this is a shout out to Radio Free Brooklyn, who is the one that is what makes this a radio show. Mm-hmm. Um... They are very... And they're accepting submissions. If you want to do a radio show, you know, reach out to them. Um, they are very free. Like, they don't really... As long as you're not, like, preaching violence or, like, things like that, they are very uh, progressive and very... Uh, they'll kind of... Whatever you want to talk about, really. Um, So, I wanted to talk about... Da, 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 the history of the thing that you and I um, I've been talking are talking about, about today. Ah. So movie theaters. So it first began with this little thing called Magic Lantern Shows, which sounds really fun to me, if I may be so bold. But they were basically just like slideshow projections. Um, and they were called Magic Lantern Shows because they were lanterns. Like someone would light a candle and there would be steam coming off the top of it because, like, that's how, like, you would you would see it. Um, <clears throat> and um, there's actually a great oh, God damn, I'm forgetting the name of the new movie. It's like Franny and Franny. There's a movie and
0: no, oh, sorry. I'm just sneezing up a storm <laughs> over here.
1: Franny... Anyway, so that's how it used to be. Um, And then a lot of times, if you're doing if you're doing like a quick research, a lot of times they would say Edison was the man quick. that made the first movie theaters. Yeah, they because like, how plaque. else would he have shown oh, his movies? Dil. What? <laughs> I Edison is the worst. One of the worst people. No,
0: I mean he's horrible. History. If they ever did a biopic of him, like. I don't know, like I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if they've ever done a true biopic on Edison, like of well, him. It's so they couldn't make so him interesting
1: good because he is so. Um, I'm now realizing I feel like we just don't have enough time to like get into. So maybe we'll do this in two parts because like I'm just kind of like there is so much to get to. Um. So, but maybe we'll get through it. Um. So there's a plaque. Uh, on 34th Street and 7th Avenue in New York uh, which is around where the Empire State Building is and it ah. says here is where motion pictures began with the bold letters Thomas A Edison at the bottom um when in fact Thomas Edison was against movie theaters like he was really into what we would call peep shows which is basically like very like one-on-one, like you just were looking through. It was basically a Nickelodeon. It was like very early Nickelodeons. um, And he, uh, that was how he thought movies were going to be going. In actuality, the first movie theater was done by uh, the guy, William Kennedy Laurie Dixon, who actually made 35-millimeter film. He was the one that made the 35-millimeter th- film that we know today. And love It was him. It was him and the Lantham brothers and the Lantham brothers, uh, are known for their invention of the Lantham loop, which in film projection, it's a, it's basically the slack. Whenever film is going through a projector, it is the, like a loop that is the slack. So like, it doesn't, it's not taut and it doesn't catch fire basically. But they, those two together were the first people that actually screened, uh, for theaters, and we're very into, like, theaters are the way to go. And so the first, at least first, like, recorded appearance of, uh, in a theater was on April 21st, 1895, which was, uh, which was, I'm trying to find the date that, oh, I didn't put it. When Edison did his thing. Edison did his thing this isn't right. Anyways. Do you um, think Edison did it? Edison no. did it a year later. Do you Edison think Edison
0: it... do you think Edison ever thought he was an asshole?
1: No. Like, I mean, was just do you think his dying words were like, I'm an asshole? I hope it was. Um. Because Edison it took him a year later to premiere his so the the, the Lantham brothers invented a thing called the Idio Idioloscope, mm. uh, which was where they projected and Edison did the vitiscope, um, which he actually bought. Like he, it was it was already made by these two other people, and he bought it and just renamed it. He didn't. He did nothing with inventing it. He just bought it and renamed it the vitiscope, and it premiered a, a year later. Um, and even before he even screened it, the 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 Lumiere brothers um, had already screened their thing. So it's like there has already been two major screenings before Edison came in. So, anyways, it's just interesting how, like, history has been so washed with Edison. Because I remember growing up, Edison was, like, the inventor. Like, that was the that was his thing. He was the big inventor. He invented all these things. Yeah, he was the
0: stereotypical when- guy. Like, I remember when I was, there was a time when I was like, oh, he's so cool. He, he invented all, you know, he invented a light bulb. And then he realized, oh, wait, he didn't invent, I mean, he did invent these things. But he was like, he stole so much. He he was basically... He also just
1: paid, like, the people who, who, I think for the light bulb, or at least his version of the light bulb, he didn't really invent. It was, he had so many inventors that worked for him, basically work for hire, that he, I mean, he was, like, he probably started off being an inventor, but, like, a lot of his inventions were not his. They were his workers, and he just took credit for them. Um, It was basically, like, the Edison brand, and I mean, he he was horrible for the film industry. He Edison is the reason why. <sighs> now this is turning into an anti Edison thing.
0: Yeah, this Edison... is why
1: this is why I wanted to talk about my stocks. But go on. Okay, we'll we'll skim through this part. But um, he is the reason why Hollywood exists because he had such a, a stronghold on film in the East Coast that people moved to the West. Anyways, um, so. So that was the first uh, movies. Actually, Zach, the first you, you'll like this while you're texting away. You're on your phone. Wow, it's, um, it's an important the first. Text. The first movie theater, and is a lot of times cited as the first theater, is um, in 1905, June 19th, and guess where it was?
0: Ah, uh, Pittsburgh.
1: Yep, Woo-hoo. Pittsburgh, PA. The first movie theater was actually Nickelodeons because Nickelodeons were up until about like the nineteen like t- like tens like mid nineteen tens like right after World War one. Um, Nickelodeons were still like what people were when people were making screening movies. Can you stop texting?
0: Uh yes. Oh, no, I, I I it's an important text, so I had a
1: text. All right. All right. And also, you get n- pissed at me when I work, and so I'm getting pissed at you for what you're doing.
0: Uh, this, this is, the, I mean, okay. See, you've Rogan now your train of thought, and you've now <laughs> let people in on life. Our dear old, okay, not not to bring in our dear old father again, but our dear old father likes to uh, drive around uh, the city and like uh, buy stuff, I guess. And he uh, he is currently at Dunkin' Donuts and was asking if I wanted anything. Mm. And that was time-sensitive.
1: Anyways, and, so and And also, to let people
0: on. in in my life, I have four hours of sleep at the moment. uh. So I
1: need uh, me, needy coffee. So... <laughs> the theaters... So it continues on like this. And theaters really up until about the 30s or it wasn't until sound was introduced in 27 that movies really took off because sound actually changed a lot of theater theater or movies used to be much more democratic and it was much more because like women used to be much more well represented as writers in the film industry um and then also it used to be kind of considered like films used to be considered like a low-class entertainment like people would go to the opera people would go to plays But like people who didn't have a lot of money would go to see a movie, Um, which is why The Tramp was so big, because he was represented, you know, being poor. And a lot of people going to movies were low income Uh, when it did take off and it stopped being like a low class, you know, democratic business. It boomed like it became this and they started having these things called uh, movie palaces, um, which the Chinese theater was one of them. And it was these big, massive, like, it had the same, uh, ornate kind of look of like what we think of as like these big opera houses, but it was for movies and it was just a screen. Um, and these became huge in the 30s, like, huge in the 30s. And then the Great Depression happened. Or I guess that was <laughs> the 30s. So sorry, it became, it became huge in the 30s. And then, um, the great depression did kind of it well it actually started in the 20s like it first started in like the late 20s but the great depression kind of hindered a lot of that and um and i'd say the biggest hit with movies came when tvs came around um which was in like the 50s cuz up until the 50s movies were going up and up, attendance was going up and up and up and up and up and then when tvs came in um took a big hit. Um, and so they really had to kind of change things. And one of the things they did was they introduced um drive-in theaters. Drive in theaters was like, you know, the the famous song stranded at the drive in, branded a fool, what will they say? Monday at school.
0: Oh you know the song. Yes, from a little known movie called Little Shop of Yes.
1: Um and, just uh, kidding it's green. fan of the opera oh. um <laughs> the fan of just like
0: stranded at the drive the chandelier is falling had the music <laughs> of the
1: they should in the <laughs> they should redo fan of the opera but like only have songs from other musicals and not fan
0: oh and also it's set in the 1950s i could see the yes. fan of the opera as being some really pimply face kid like
1: he's not... Oh, i was thinking he would be like a misunderstood greaser like, oh really no Dean. no
0: no because he's dif- disfigured or by disfigure i mean he just has some scarring oh, on his face his scarring is just intense acne so everybody's like ew there goes pizza face and he's like, like i you. can see yeah exactly like me uh but i uh lived in the 20th century and had science and you me. took pills
1: i took that take the pill that made that gave you massive mood swings, and you threatened me no, with a pillow. Not,
0: okay, that I didn't want. <clears throat> by the way, <clears throat> by the way, I was also going through puberty, mind you. So, ah. excuse me. I I think we I think we yes, I did threaten you with a pillow. Uh
1: Speaking did, of anyway. Um, speaking of, uh, puberty and things changing, I also want to put a little footnote into this because I don't think we have enough time to talk about this very particular thing that happened in but I'll give a footnotes version and then we can get into the details of it on another episode. In 1948, probably one of the biggest things to happen in theater history was the famous Paramount case. I've mentioned to you this several times and it was basically the the dismantling of the studio system Mm. because before this happened the studios owned it was vertical uh integration or vertical um integration i think or consolidation um in which they owned the production of movies the distribution of movies and the exhibition of movies and exhibition is movie theaters so they they owned everything from beginning to end so they had a complete monopoly of movies and indie filmmakers like, even big ones that we know today, like Orson Welles, Mary Pickford, these people were pissed off about it because they could not get their movies through without going through the studio. So in forty in 1940, and just as an example, here's one example of what they would used to do. Um, in one exhibition grievance that was submitted, um, an independent theater owner claimed that when his movie house rejected a five-year block booking deal with Paramount, the distribution distributor used predatory tactics to run the exhibitor out of business the theater owner withstood threats and goon squad intimidation descriptive accounts uh, accounts befitting the old edison trust going back to edison edison used to do similar stuff um finally paramount built a movie house across the street uh and resorted to temporary price cutting and overbuying in order to destroy Competitions, which sounds a lot like what Amazon does, if I'm being honest, where they just under undercut, like what they did with Babies R Us when they were like, "Hey, Babies R Us, do you want to sell your stuff on Amazon?" And they were just like, "No, we want to." And then they were like, "Okay, we're gonna sell our own things for half the price, and we're just gonna run you out of business." Then, and they told them this, then they was like, "No, you won't. You can't do that." And then they did, and Babies R Us is not around anymore.
0: <laughs> no, so, not baby R Us.
1: So theaters would do this all the time. Anyways, it was a huge event in the 48, and it was actually a lot of litigation. Like, it lasted for, like, 27 years, this litigation of trying to break down these studios. And after 48, theaters or studios could not own theaters anymore. But, as I've also mentioned before, and I'm ringing the bells of, like, this is a problem that, like, people should really worry about this. Is the Supreme Court just recently, like a year ago, just said that this is now null and void and theaters can buy movie or uh, studios can buy movie theaters again? Um, oh, it's, uh, I've okay. told you about this. Anyways, mm-hmm. they just rejected that, like the, the standard for decades and decades and decades is now done in studios like Disney. And they actually, they have bought, they had one theater in LA before, but they can buy a string of theaters if they want. Um, And I guess the thinking is now, like, the whole landscape of movie exhibition is so different now with streaming, that, like, it's a little different. It's a little bit different of a layout. Like, theaters are not as profitable as they used to be. But in so doing, it is definitely undercutting, um... Theaters. I mean, indie. I'm I'm more concerned about indie theaters than. Um, so, anyways, so continuing on, let's talk about AMC, because AMC was kind of the first ones to really start what we think of as movie theaters now. Because um, the first multiplex, which is literally just any theater that has more than one screen, was started by AMC, which stands for American Multi Cinema. Ah, I always wondered that. Yeah, it was started in Kansas City, Missouri in 1963. So this was literally the first time there was a theater with more than one screen was in 1963. And the first one in New York is The Quad, which has four theaters, which came out in in like 71, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Or sometime in the 70s. Um, And then they also, AMC was the first one that did multiplexes, which are a shit ton of screens. And that was a 95 in Dallas, Texas, with 24 screens. Um, and most of them were showing Die Hard Vengeance, which was playing at that time. I was not alive at that point. You were. Um, it,
0: yeah, this is all my parents talked about.
1: Not so talk, you, you know. think about this, yeah, Zach. You nice. lived in a world before in a world. Megaplexes. You lived in a world in which there was only one or two or three or four screens at a movie theater.
0: I think that's crazy, and you know what? I um, I did. This is this ages me, <laughs> but I did see Toy Story in theaters. But I'm pretty sure you were also alive at that point. No,
1: uh-huh. I was not. Toy I mean, Story was 95.
0: Yeah, I was 90. Uh, I was one. I was one measly years old, though. I now realize that my parents were the people that I also hate who bring their babies to theaters. Oh. I hate those yeah. people. I'm like, why the heck are you bringing your baby? I mean, I get it, but you are ruining... Babies are like a time bomb. If one little thing happens to them, like something happens to their body, like a burp or a-
1: they crap themselves. They're like... <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, well, it- hey.
1: There's actually a really... There was a theater. I think it actually closed, which is sad, but there was a theater on... um 86th street in manhattan um on the east side uh, that had this thing where it was like baby matinees or whatever and he was like specifically these are matinees where people can bring their babies and it was supposed to be like you know people who are stay-at-home parents during sundays and saturdays they would come and it was specifically like this is the time to come if you have a baby um i hate so I, I hate that was really to say good... this but uh it I guess it was uh
0: eighty sixth know. what does that mean that means it was axed that's the uh slight, oh really that's yeah. what it means yeah, if you say oh that was uh oh that got eighty sixth it it means like it was cut. It sounds like a sexual act well that's someone uh who has two heads mm-hmm, that is what a pervert would think, so uh <laughs> thank you for confirming that I can check that off my what is sam really bingo <laughs> list and pervert was uh one of my Actually, sorry, that was the middle square. So, oh yeah, that was just a, that was that was a that was a
1: given that you were a pervert. All right, fine. The other ones is billionaire, but werewolf, super. That's kind of where we are with theaters now, and now we can talk. We have ten minutes left. Let's talk about what recently happened with AMC. So now, basically, right now, the media landscape is there is three major theater chains because these multiplexes is where a lot of the money is going. And the three major ones are AMC, Regal, and Cinemark. And Cinemark is the third lowest, with right now only three hundred and thirty-one theaters, which is not that much. But the next lowest is like eighty. So there's still like the uh, there's only three that have more than a hundred theaters in the country, in the world. I mean, I think in just America though, and AMC is definitely by far the biggest um but they were gonna go bankrupt like this the pandemic really affected uh AMC oh is that partially because is that so oh that's cool
0: Uh, you know what yeah just uh talk about that for a good bit okay what's going on Uh, nothing I just want to hear you talk about this
1: okay so I was gonna say um that AMC was the biggest one (sighs) Zach is just left for some reason. I'm not sure why. Oh, I know why. Dad's got him some Dunkin' Donuts. And he's gonna go get the Dunkin'. That fucking asshole. He's left the radio show to go get Dunkin' Donuts from Dad. Zach does this all the time. (sighs) I can complain about him. And this—that's not the show, anyways. AMC. Um. Uh. I really had nothing else to say, and he just left. That was I was, I was prepping him up, to do the stocks thing, <laughs> and then he just leaves. You know, here's here's a little history about Zach and I doing this show. The first episode we ever did on the radio show, Zach was ten minutes late because he slept in. That bum slept in and now he's back and we're going to pretend hey so amc is uh that's basically it about amc so oh
0: that's cool ah talk- oh, yeah that's real nice ah <laughs> uh, hey uh you you're the best man
1: ah uh, hi everybody all right so talk about your stocks your dirty dirty stocks it's
0: not dirty okay by the way people in the know it's called stunks we call them stunks
1: and unlike so AMC Sam, recently who, who was going bankrupt, no, and now... I'm talking
0: about this because I uh, owned ahead. AMC. <sighs> Sorry, I uh, I got winded by listening to Sam talk about uh, movie theaters. Which, by the way, thank you very much for saying all that wonderful stuff and not something probably horrible about me. Um, but no, yes, so yes, AMC was going about to go out of business. They were about to be bankrupt. And somehow they secured, like, a, a millions of dollars. Um, but recently, there's this big stock boom that happened, like I told at the beginning of the show. And one of them was AMC. And for some reason, my roommate, one of my roommates became crazy about this and said, hey, buy AMC stock. Um, and I did. I bought one stock stock.
1: Because I had $8 in my Robin Hood. Now, I have a question. Did yes. they know about this? Were they Redditors? And did they see this coming? Were they just like, so you bought it before yeah. it shot
0: up? No, I, I did buy it before. It was at uh, f- it was at four fifty when yeah. I bought my one stock. But the joke was is Redditors were trying to get the stock value of GameStop to $420.69. Do you get why that's funny, Sam?
1: Four hundred and twenty-nine dollars and fifty-nine cents.
0: Sixty-nine cents.
1: I get the sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand
0: four. Th- you don't understand four twenty. dollars Yeah. Okay. So, like, those are the two funniest numbers in all of uh, you know, humankind. Why did you only buy one? I just. I was about to tell you. So, uh, one when I get when you get uh, uh Robin Hood, at least back in 2018 when i got it if someone suggests you there's like some they give you a little bit of money or like some free stock or whatever to get you going you know to get you hooked it's it stocks is very much like gambling yeah. so they gave yes. me i think like 10 they gave me $8 and 59 cents some weird amount and i had some money left over in 2021, so I bought one stock, and then I bought, like, other very small stocks, and then AMC blew up, and now the whole thing is to hold the line, because, um, the trick is, is even if you are gaining money, which actually, I have, uh, like, I've gained 200 percent, or, like, 300 yeah. percent of my profit, because it's, like, at 16... Uh, it's at, I think it's at $14 now in AMC stock. So it's, it's gone up 10 bucks. The point is don't sell it because once you sell it, the hedge fund, uh, people win. Cause once you sell it, you, you, you know, it goes back into their pocket.
1: Um, well, the thing is about this whole thing, and what I, I didn't realize, so when I first was hearing about this, and this is, AMC was one of them, but I think the biggest one is Radio Shack. But AMC, this, this definitely Nobody's did, talking
0: about Radio Shack.
1: Or not Radio Shack, sorry, GameStop. Oh, yeah. Um, the biggest thing. Oh, by the way, do, oh, I, what, I yeah. What, what's interesting, GameStop, I mean, so, AMC went up, Uh, let me see. Okay, well, so G- GameStop was at around 100 bucks for a stock, which is still pretty good. And then it shot up to uh I think the highest it went is 469 469 and 42, which was but, uh, almost
0: At the beginning of this year it was uh at $20, which is very reasonable for a stock. And the yeah. funniest thing that is, is at some point – this was all last week. The stock was at – actually, I think it was lower than $100. But at some point, it was at, like, $96. And my one of my old roommates bought some and then got scared and sold his stock. And then the wow. next day, it blew up to 365 bucks of stock. So, wow. Oh, and by so, the way, so I – I just want to preface that even though I have constantly said AMC should die, I hate theaters, I've been very vocal. Financially and economically speaking, I'm the I actually am saving and care more about theaters uh, than you do, Sam, because I actually you care about the big chains. Yeah, well, yep, that's I mean, do you I'm not going to buy stock? I mean, I can, but.
1: I didn't gonna... know you were like a staunch capitalist, Zach.
0: Stunk. Stunk. Wait, what's wrong with oh, okay. capitalism? <laughs>
1: what's oh, wrong that's... with capitalism?
0: Oh, wait, everything's wrong with capitalism. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, about so
1: that. I uh, AMC. Um, going back to AMC, it went from three, four dollars a stock to about twenty bucks. Which, if you had, if you bought like five stocks at twenty bucks, that would be now, like you would have two hundred two hundred dollars or something like that like it would have you would have had a lot more
0: um but but you only did you want, one if you want yeah well I only had enough money for one and also I'm kind of happy I only had enough money for one because uh another so I have just to kind of running out of time I know I, I saw that but to the to, to time stamp this I have one stock in AMC I have one stock in naked brand which apparently is another memeable stock and I have Thirty stock in this uh, crypto coin called Dogecoin.
1: <laughs> Great. So, anyways, um, we I'm gonna be a millionaire. End, Sam, so AMC is <laughs> now fine. AMC is now fine. They said until the end of 2021, they'll be they were going to go bankrupt. They were actually about to like file for Chapter 11, um, bankruptcy, but they didn't. And do you want the biggest? The biggest chain ever is gonna remain the biggest chain.
0: I know we're running out of time, but let's play out what, um, let's play out what uh the AMC board members were like the moment they found out they weren't gonna be bankrupt. Here we go. I'll be, I'll start us off. Boo-hoo-hoo.
1: All right. So I'm gonna be. You'll okay, be. I'll- you'll be somebody. You can be anybody. Okay. Honestly. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Uh, 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 I've worked all my life at AMC and I'm going bankrupt!
1: Hey I have uh, a gun. We... Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> have to I'm gonna have to let you go.
0: Uh, oh milk You're fired. Oh milkman. Oh the guy who gives us our milk. Uh you've always You're... played such fun tricks on it. A... Uh you also... You can't call me the milkman, I'm your bot. Ow. Uh uh we always enjoyed and made fun of your Tourette's. I just
1: hurt myself.
0: <laughs> we we thought it was always so funny, milkman, how you would oh, swear I and really then
1: hurt myself. And then you would hurt
0: yourself. <laughs> oh, what great amusement you had for us, milkman. Hey, wait a minute. What's that newspaper coming out of your pants? And no, I'm not I don't think you're just happy to see me. Uh let me take that newspaper. Oh <laughs> MC just garnered a All lot right. of money. We people are buying stock crazy milkman.
1: What do you, <laughs> I don't
0: know what that means, Crazy Milkman, but we did it. AMC's bags Take clean Spider Man.